0: Hello, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I have a very special dear guest, Christina Bailey Brower. She is an actress, author, and entrepreneur. And she is a colleague. And I'm so excited to have her on my show today. Hi, Christina. How are you?
1: Hi, Wendy. I'm doing well. I'm just so grateful to be here. Um, I really appreciate you asking me to come on your show for this yes, season. Um, there's so much to chat about, so hello everyone, very happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much, and, I, and also
0: um, I wanted to let my listeners and viewers know that we are in celebration of your anniversary of your book after what you need to know before moving to Los Angeles, so that's what we're going to get into that um, throughout our conversation today. So if you guys could stand by because that's some really good, exciting news. And I look forward to her expanding just not only with her book, but hopefully she's going to push it into a podcast (laughs) and in the educational space um, so she can expand and teach others how to be prepared if you're interested in becoming an actor here in um, the States or coming to Los Angeles or theater in New York. Um, Christina is an expert
1: in that department. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Wendy. You're yeah, welcome. Anywhere around the world, if you want to learn how to, what it takes to become an actor, you can pick up a copy of my book. It's not only for Los Angeles, it's for whoever is interested. I'm, I'm here and ready to help.
0: That's <laughs> great. So Christina, um, can you give my guests and listeners um, a soft opening about who you are and um, your brand and um, what brought you here to Los Angeles. And then we'll go ahead
1: and get ready for your questions. Absolutely, yes. Um, Hi everyone, I'm Christina Bailey Brower. Um, I'm an actress, you know, I fell in love with acting at a very young age. Um, It started off with church plays, You know, I was really shy, I wanted to audition, I didn't raise my hand, Uh, other people got roles, and then I still had that yearning desire in me, um, which was the acting bug that bit me. Uh, I later realized what that yearning desire was, and it was that. Um, So I continued on and, you know, went to high school, college, I did other things because at the tender age of 13, I decided when I go to college, I'm gonna sign up and do acting. That's gonna be what I study. So let me do everything else in the meantime, just to make sure that that's what I wanna do. Um, and it was. <laughs> and I double majored in theater and education um, with a wonderful degree from Manhattanville College. And then after college, I was in New York City, cause that's where I'm from, New York, New Jersey. And I didn't know how to do this acting career. I didn't know what it took. There was no guru or no expert. There was nobody for me to turn to. So I just started figuring out things on my own um, and finally packed up my stuff and moved to Los Angeles and had some hard lessons to learn um, about becoming an overnight success, um, which that that's, I put that in quotes because that's, that's not a real thing. <laughs> um, that's the exception. I feel like, <laughs> um, and so yeah, after after a while with my success, I started have, having people reach out to me and asking me questions about the industry. And I said, one day when I get a moment, I'm gonna put it in a book. And then the pandemic hit and I had time. So I wrote my book um, that was number one on Amazon, Actors What You Need to Know Before Moving to LA. So now I I'm here in Los Angeles where I reside, still love it here, still learning. And, um that's where I met you Wendy out networking
0: yeah sure did and we were at um the director's guild and that yes. was yeah we were at the director's guild that's as far as I'll go <laughs> but we were yeah we were out at a major event <laughs> but we can't disclose um promotional <laughs> purposes as we right now are we're still on after strike <laughs> Yes. Um, So can you share a bit about your journey as an actress and how it inspired you to write a book titled. Yeah. Actors, what you need to to know before moving to L.A.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, it was just kind of me learning to moving to Los Angeles And just not knowing what to do or where to start or where to go, you know, I had this incredible degree from college and I had had some experience doing theater in New York City, Um, but I didn't know how to like get a commercial agent or a regular agent or anything. Um, And it took me just kind of learning. Like I remember when I was in New York, I picked up a copy of Backstage (laughs) Um, which, you know, an incredible subscription. I mean, now I feel like people are using other things, but that was like big when I was young. And I just started like submitting myself, you know, Uh, any roles that I, or breakdowns that I thought I was right for, um, I would submit. And then I would actually hear back (laughs) from directors and stuff. And, And then I would go shoot these like indie films in New York when I was still there. And then I would just continue to like build those relationships Um, I ended up like doing a feature even while I was still in New York. Um, And then I took that background, all those credits and moved to Los Angeles and thought, I'm going to be a superstar. Um, But quickly (laughs) realized that I didn't know how to pump gas um, or how to survive. You know, I'm actually from New Jersey. So uh, we actually, New Jersey and Oregon, we get our gas pumped. We don't pump our gas. So I still to this day, I've been in Los Angeles for 10 years. I have trouble like locking that gas lock. You know, it's just like a skill, you know. Um, But so like I said, some of my friends, I just I realized people were like texting me like, hey, Christina, we really love those headshots you got. Where'd you get them? Oh, hey, Christina, we saw that commercial you did. Did you take a class to learn how to do commercial acting or whatever it was? And I was just like, I got to write a book. I got to write something. And then the time was right for me to write my book in the pandemic, which shot to number one on Amazon and is still doing really well. Um, That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And the reason I haven't written a second book yet is because I feel like there's still so much to learn Um, and I'm going to keep writing and putting more in the book, the more that I learn, you know, in my journey, in my creative process. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that is
0: so, so great. It's so great and it's so needed like I I can't keep saying it over and over again but it's so needed and especially from a person that knows you know it's it's yes. it it's it's better for it to be told by a person that's living out the experience yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yes in your books yes. you likely cover mm-hmm. various aspects of acting. Um, of the acting profession, what in your opinion is the most crucial piece of advice or knowledge that aspiring actors should be aware of?
1: Yes, I think the most crucial piece of knowledge is knowing that everyone's journey is different. Um, I don't believe there, that there is one road to success or one path. I think we, and I know we are all uniquely different, We're all different people. We all come from different parts of the world. And, you know, and so it's important not to compare your journey to anybody else's journey. Um, Like I said, there are people that are the overnight success, but that is the exception. The rest of us have to work very hard to receive our opportunities um, but the good news is, is that I think if you if you stay in there long enough and you work hard, you will receive your opportunity. So don't give up. And that's what I kind of talk about in my book, too. You know, um, I, I just hate that term, the overnight success, because do you know any overnight successes, Wendy?
0: I don't know. I do not. I know we might look like it, but
1: no, it's it's a journey. It is really right. a journey. Like, Right, like even Issa Rae, they're like, wow, she just popped up out of nowhere. It's no, like, no, no, she had like a whip, Yeah, for a minute. For, for a, a mi- minute, like 10 years, you know? <laughs> Everybody had stuff. You know, I saw something recently, it was Brian Cranston, who they were like, he just blew up with Breaking Bad. And I'm like, wait a minute, he was the dad on uh, Malcolm in the Middle for a while, you know? So he's been working for a very, very long time. He's was on uh, Seinfeld. You know, so I don't like that notion. And I like to debunk it with, you know, all of the things that I do with my book when I do public (laughs) speaking engagements and stuff. Because it's just, we have to work hard. Yes, we do. We do.
0: (laughs) How do you balance the creative aspects of acting with the more business-oriented aspects that you discuss in your book?
1: Yes, I have a chapter of my book that's devoted to time management. The chapter of the book is time management, you know, because as creative people, we always have like kind of things going on in our minds. The wheels are always spinning, but it's important to still like balance the rest of your life. You know, I talk about with time management, I kind of keep like a loose schedule for the day of like, you know, the things that I always do. I wake up, I pray, I meditate, Mm -hmm. you know, I have my breakfast. And then if an audition comes in, I wanna make sure I have flexibility in my schedule to accommodate for the audition. Um, But I also wanna make sure that I eat dinner too. Um, So I have certain times of day where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat breakfast at this time, no matter if an audition comes in or not. I'm gonna make sure I eat lunch at this time, whether, you know, and I'm flexible, you know, I can kind of move that around, but there's certain things in your day that you should kind of like keep in there that are concrete but also keeping things open and flexible so that if things come up, an audition comes up or it gets canceled, you know, it's not the end of the world. I think that that's when anxiety kind of kicks in when, you know, right. Like if an audition comes in and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to eat breakfast. Okay, let me just skip breakfast and not eat. So I can work on this. And it's like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Exactly. Like if you don't write.
0: And it's it's, and it's going to feel worse. It's going to bring it on even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you start overthinking. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. The wheels start. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. The wheels start spinning and it's yeah. crazy. So it's important to, to kind of keep both that have that creative side, but also have some sort of structure in place. I also have like a to-do list and a calendar Um, so that You know, when I do want to go out of town for a wedding, which is what I just came back from yesterday in Denver, I book out with my representation. I let them know I'm not available so that I can still have a good time in my life (laughs) and then come back to the acting work as well. So, very much a time management kind of person, or else things would go crazy creatively and, you know, business wise. Exactly.
0: Can you share a memorable or challenging moment from your own acting career that taught you a valuable lesson and how that
1: lesson influenced the advice you provide in your book? Yes. You know, one of the things that I stress, and I kind of touched on it, it was like in New York and New Jersey, I was, I was growing old, but I wasn't growing up. And I think that there's this thing where you know, actors moved to Los Angeles, or whatever, and they're ready to, to skyrocket to success. And the reality is, it's like, you got to learn how to take care of yourself first. You know, um, I think I was watching something recently, um, Stacy, she, I'm forgetting her last name, but she's got like a guru kind of podcast thing. And she's like, yeah, if you can't feed yourself, how are you going to pursue your career? If you're not making money to support yourself, how are you going to have a successful career? I mean, that's one of the chapters of my book: side hustles and side jobs. You know, so I think all of that is very, very, very important um, when you know having this career. You know, you know, you know it what I mean, like right, Wendy?
0: I wear many hats. <laughs> I wear, I wear many hats, and 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 even with my show, I brought it back on and I'm going to keep it on and I'm not going to keep shelving it, you know, because I'm like enough already. I have to take, you know, my opportunities, including my projects I've created and I have to push forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. You have to push forward with them or else so they'll just sit on it. the shelf, you know? And, right. And sometimes other people, your idea, somebody else will produce your idea. And then you're like, Man, I wrote that like three years ago and I just kept it on the shelf. And while there's something similar out there like that, and I could have put that out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, because there are so many many, ideas, right? So
0: many. It is, it really is. Right. And that's why I'm so happy that we're having this conversation um, because we have to teach others that like minds have conversations to uplift and support um because there's enough room for another podcast there's enough room yes for more books more education more it's just an it's just it really is you know um yes i i, yes. I don't know how much i could much more i could expand on that um, maybe for some we'll never mm-hmm. understand it, but, um, that's why I like communities with SAC, AFTRA, the television, a cat, because it's all about community. And so we find yes. that those outside of those communities, they look at it as I'm the only one or I'm the only person, but when you get involved with the community, you know, like the unions, it teach you togetherness and you can build and support. So it's, it's, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it on the head and and like, I don't know if I said this, but like, that's why I started acting, Um, you know, in the church plays, like I I saw how it made me feel. I saw how it made others feel. And that feeling, um, it is just, that's when I'm in alignment is when I'm, acting and I'm giving to people and they're receiving and they're feeling catharsis and they're feeling happy and this and that it's not for me Absolutely. it's for them you know um and that's what it is you have to share that gift with other people <laughs> the knowledge whatever you can how could you keep going in this industry if you're not helping others you know along the way yeah. i don't i don't
0: know yeah. i can't
1: and that's definitely
0: another conversation um that we we, we should have you know, when everything opens back up and then, you know, we, we're off the strike and see what it looks like next spring, that would be a great conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cons- considering yes, the um, yes, evolving landscape of the entertainment industry, ironically, we're talking about it now. What trends or changes do you believe actors should be mindful of today that may not have been as prominent when you started your career.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the main thing is self-tapes and self-taping. Um back... oh my
0: gosh. I do not <laughs> like
1: self-tapes, but I'm gonna go ahead and let you finish this question. <laughs> it's, well, it's kind of a it's kind of a two parts. So Yes, when I started my career, everything was in person. Um, You know, I auditioned for college in person. Everything was in person, moved to LA when I would audition for television shows, theater, whatever. And now everything is self-tape. So I've had to go ahead and purchase lights, which I have right now, a ring light, a a better camera to self-tape with. Um, You know, my my (laughs) husband's my reader. Fortunately, he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he does it with me he doesn't always want to you know there's an um, app for that you know and
0: so, you, you, oh yeah right? okay and so there are a you couple for okay. it right yeah
1: yes there are you know but there's something
0: <laughs> in case he gets tired he
1: does he does do other things right so I can read it a, a little, a little bit. Bit. There are apps, but you know what? There's something about having that live that yes. live reader there that just, I don't know if it's because I come from theater, <laughs> but it just gives me that energy versus like, because I've had some friends, you know, do like the audio recording and, you know. It's, it's not, it's, the, same it's not the same thing <laughs> for me.
0: It's not, um, but I for myself have been caught up having to use the app because it was like last minute. And I had to, I had to use the
1: app. Yeah. 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 And, and they work. I've seen people book off of using the apps. Um, I've watched some self-tapes that, yeah, that totally, you can even hear the lag in the audition <laughs> tape, but they still booked it. Right. <laughs> you know, so if you're right for the role, if that's your part, if that's your opportunity, you're still going <laughs> to get it. Um, but I, I would... T- I would challenge though, newer actors who haven't gone in person for an audition. I think that that skill is something to work on as well, because, you know, when you finally do book the role and you get on set, you're not in a self tape, you're not in your house taping, you know, with your husband, right? Like you, it's a whole different vibe and feel and energy so I think the two things are yes for some of us that started a little bit before self-taping is a home beast but maybe for people that have just started joining and doing acting within the past three years um, and haven't done an in-person audition yet and that feeling and those nerves or whatever and then those that same feeling when you get to set I think it's important to practice both. Keep practicing both if you can. Maybe that's taking a class and being in person around people and still doing your self-tapes on the side. I have a coach I work with, and then I also have my husband in person you know, for, for that energy. So don't lose that yeah, skill and, either, guys. And, and it's speaking
0: important. of that, it's also important if a person um, has mm-hmm. never worked on set, that they should work um, whether if they're union or non-union. Of course, union is featured talent for background roles and they have the possibility of getting a role. And I'm saying that to say, and I had it in my last conversation, I've literally booked three projects just because I was working on set featured talent. And then I end up getting a call from casting from the set for another project, just word of mouth. And I didn't even have to audition for neither three of those projects because they see me working on set. So yeah, kid you not. So featured and working on set is like so crucial. Like if you're, like I've, I've worked on set as featured talent, featured talent, right, just working. Doing an audition, I did a self-tape. I still was doing my self-tapes, working on set as featured talent. So I never missed a beat as a working actor in terms of filing my taxes, doing my write-offs, because you want to know what it feels like working on set. You want to understand how the cues work, you know, working with the director and the producer and, you know, first, second AD. Like, you have to know... You know, you have to know these things. And so especially when you're in L.A., you're in the thick of things, you want to be in your environment as a creative and as as an actor or actress. You just you have to. And I'm saying it because when I decided to come back in front of the camera in 2018, I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to. Do background so I can warm back up again because I was working behind the scenes for so long. And so that's what, how I gained my confidence yes, with yeah. self-tapes and auditioning and yeah.
1: Yes. I have a chapter of my book that's dedicated that's to um, onset etiquette is what it is. Yeah, and it's 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 auditions, bookings, and on set etiquette, and it's a little part. But I just kind of talk about what's expected when you get there. You know what to do, what not to do, um, where to be, who to check in with. What you know, how long you're going to be in your trailer because it's a lot longer than you think, um, right? Like you know, it's it's the joke is you hurry up and wait, right? go and wait get your makeup get your hair you know what your costume is like you know your lines and then you just sit in that trailer (laughs) for hours sometimes until they're ready for you you know um yeah (laughs) so and then you're kind of like yeah I mean at that point you know your lines so well you're just ready to kind of go out there and you know so (laughs) Yeah, just being on set and like and the just the proper etiquette and who to talk to and, um, you know, who to thank, you know, even after you leave the set and who to send flowers to if you'd like to do that or something. Um, because, yeah, being on set, I, I'd say it's so different from the audition. I'd say it's even more it's different from even like we can say self-tapes are one thing and then we can say in-person auditions are another thing. And then being on set is a whole nother thing. Uh, I remember oh, the yes. first show I ever booked was yes. Blue Bloods on CBS. Yeah. Yes. And I like was like, oh my gosh, how many people are here? It was just me and two other people in the scene. And they're like, it's a small set today, Christina. It's 75 only 75 people. people. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> 75 people, you know, for a small set for, uh, you know, three actors, me and two other people. <laughs> Um, I'll never ask that question again, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's just, it's a whole different beast. You know, And the last thing I'll say about this is it's like, yeah, some people really want to be actors, but then when you get to set, do you have what it takes to, you know, do everything, right? Because there's that moment when you're being mic'd up, you know, the director's talking to you about what's happening in the scene you got the writer who wants to make sure that their right. extra words that they're adding in get put in you got the prop guy yeah you got the prop master giving you the props and telling you how to use them i mean you, you you might have then you have the makeup person doing some touch-ups you got the hair is touching up your hair there are times when you have like 10 people on you all talking to you at the same time and then it's just like, okay, we're ready to go, action, you know? So yeah, it's a lot because then you're like, awesome, okay, um, right, all right, let me
0: pull it together. Yeah, that's so true. It's very true. But that's that's really yeah. um, good. And um, can you read um from the back of your book if you can a small excerpt about the introduction of your book? So, because um, <laughs> okay, we're celebrating, this is just anniversary celebration. Thank you.
1: everyone see that yes it is um so so let me make sure you can see it right here with all the lights I got going on here um yep so uh this is my book actors what you need to know before moving to LA um written by me it's five by eight it's supposed to be a guide right it's supposed to fit in your back pocket and then when you need to reference what to do you pull it right out And it's written in new courier font, which is really cool. Um, I released it on October 8th um, in 2021. So it's the two year anniversary right around the corner. And just a short little excerpt from my book here. um, I'm an award-winning actress, writer, like Wendy, director, producer. Um, graduate of Manhattanville College, I double majored in theater and education, and I've been on television shows such as The L Word, Generation Q, uh, Jordan Peele's Weird City on YouTube Premium, um, and Blue Bloods on CBS. And um, there's more to come. But the the most important thing that I want to say is that I hope that this book will inspire actors at whatever stage they are in their That's careers so to never give yes. up on their journey. That's beautiful. Yes. You, yeah. Right? We, don't give up. You know, it's hard. It's not easy. But uh, yeah, if you stick in there, you'll you'll get your opportunities. Yeah.
0: That is you know, really beautiful. And, and not only that, if you just incorporate it as part of your lifestyle and then find passions, just how you found the passion to write yes. the book. Um, besides, you know, your everyday as a working actor, that is just it's beautiful. Um because it, it, it blends and it flows. Yes. Yes. And it reduces, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 The the worry, the anxiety, I put that, I'm like, look, what do you do after your booking? You go home and you move on and you get ready for the next one, you know, and you kind of don't stay or even auditions too. You, you do your audition Mm -hmm. and then you go, you have your dinner or you go out with your friends or whatever. You just keep it moving. Right. You can't, You can't stay stuck on it. You got to give it to the universe and let it, let it manifest if it's, it's for you, you know, Um, and create your own content. Like you were just saying, Wendy, that's another chapter of the book, create your own in this waiting time. Right? Like why sit around and wait for your role to come when you can create stuff, get together with people, you know, friends, other producers, you'd be surprised. You might be an author, (laughs) you know, you don't know what you can do, you know, until you, you put the pen to the paper. That's great. That's great advice.
0: That is seriously great advice. And we so look forward to seeing Christina do great things when the strike lifts and she and I will be running into each other again. I so look forward. And thank you so much, Christina, for coming on today and get providing insight for those dreamers as well as those alike that's currently actors and creators in the industry. And I would definitely love to have you back, you know, once the strike lift, so we could, um, you know, uh, speak about the book again. And hopefully you have a podcast show to tie it in. Yes. Yes, by then. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to push, <laughs> by you, then. push you with more work. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, I have something else up my sleeve, um, you know, as far as the book, oh, which would be really, really exciting that it talks about. So, um, something really big oh, which great. would be a great opportunity with the book. Oh, great. Even something even yeah. uh, other than a podcast. I think I can kind of just yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Well, please let me know. So you so guys have to make sure we do some announcements on my as well. That's beautiful. Well, um, once again, congratulations yes. mm-hmm. to, ev- to everything, all your greatness. And I'm so thank happy you, Wendy. you came on the show today. And everyone, thank you for joining myself and Christina on Windy World Daily with Wendy Washington. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christina. Hi, everybody. My name is Wendy, and I am the host of Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.